with the 254th and final pick in this year's draft. Well, 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 sounds like you are back for some more, and I am sorry about that. This is the Pick 254 podcast. Truly irrelevant and terrible. Um, But it is the number one podcast about the Gary W. Memorial Fantasy Football League. Um, Yeah, finally, week 12 ends just in time for week 13 to start. Yahoo has not yet updated, so this won't be uh, the most put-together podcast that I know all you listeners are used to, but we're going to try and slug our way through it. Uh, Anyways, uh, today, while I'm doing this podcast, drink of the week, I've gone with a Cranberry Manhattan, so you just make a traditional Manhattan. I prefer a nice rye whiskey. in mine with about an, an ounce of cranberry simple syrup, which almost makes it more like an old-fashioned than a Manhattan, but it's got the vermouth in it. Didn't have to muddle anything. Um, and you can float a couple cranberries if you have them later on in there uh, if you are if you wanted that little garnish. But pretty tasty, a little bit seasonal there. It was Thanksgiving football week. I had some cranberries left over from the holiday and thought, hey, let's give this bad boy a shot. But yeah, league is starting to shape up. Uh, we should have some more teams officially in the postseason. I think at least your top three spots are locked in. Um, and I gotta say, I, I thought I was gonna be a guaranteed a first round buy. All I had to do was get a win, and I'm gonna tell you, I got the win. But I don't know that I've locked up that first round buy yet. Thanks to a couple double loaves and Chef Russ with some mows. Oh, so yeah. That's uh, We'll get through this. We'll hit our normal review of last week. We'll do our preview of the week to come. And you're going to get another enthralling segment of things picked 254th. Uh, so that, all that ahead uh, for you. Uh, Steelers uh, are six on their way to 16-0, and um, which is pretty cool. I got their 11th win, even if it wasn't that convincing. You know. It's tough to play on a Wednesday afternoon, as everyone knows. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's kind of fun. It's good times. getting cold outside. Uh, if you didn't know that, uh, you're welcome. Um, but, yeah, I guess enough rambling. We'll go to a commercial break or a sponsor break. I don't know whatever the hell those things are called. And then we'll come back with a review of the week that was. And thanks again, Anchor. You're the only reason this dumb podcast is happening, so it's all your fault. Send all your hate mail to them. Um, moving on to the review of last week. We will go on. None of the games really that close, so I'll just go top to bottom. Uh, sad to see it, but Javon looks like he is going to be uh, on the outside looking in this year for the postseason, losing 125-81 to yours truly. That's my ninth one of the year and fifth in a row. Javon, solid team, falls to 5-7 and seven on the year, and uh, I think that'll put him out of the playoffs. I'll do some quick math on that later, but uh, I'm really hoping that Yahoo gets this updated before I get to that part. Uh, the Battle of the Bottoms, the ninth 
coming into the week. Team in ninth place versus the team in tenth. Scotty the Commish, Zach, uh, the Hardman Store Hammers. Um, the Hardman Store Hammers won a barn burner 65-46 uh, combined for a total of 111 points. Their combined score would have lost to two other teams. Uh, pretty pathetic, you two. Uh, you suck. Um, in the second highest scoring game of the week, uh, one point less than uh, Javon's game with me was Josh versus Vaughn. That's double O's and the smartest Gronk. Double O's takes it 125 to 80. Um, to really, that, that kind of closes the gap on the point difference between him and Chef Russ. And um, man, it's going to be really tight, but for all the teams going for that first round bye. Um, Vaughn with the loss. Um, five, six, and one in the year. Uh, not out of it, but I, that actually, no, that'll keep him in the, looks like the final playoff spot. He's holding on. Greg and Dagobah Forrest, a win for Greg would have been big playing Max and too good to be Trubisky. Trubisky putting up 95 points, only 40 more than Greg. Greg really needed to do something this week, and well, he just didn't. Uh, finally, last game, Jesse and my cup runneth over, taking on Chef Russ and Samoa's. Chef Russ uh, cooked him up, 98-52. Darren, good job. Darren and Josh can be battling for that. Uh, before we get into the pick, I'm going to try and make some sense about uh, who's going to be making it into the postseason and in what places. Uh, so... I guess at the bottom, if we look at those numbers, on points four, Zach is going to jump Scotty. With the uh, they'll both be three and eight on the year, but uh, Scotty's going to fall into last place. Nice job, Kamish. Fewest amount of moves on the season with seventeen. Uh, maybe if you would have tried harder, uh, Zach goes to three and nine on the year and will sit in ninth going into the final week of the regular season. Um, eighth place, it looks Javon's going to stay in eighth with his loss. Uh, even though he's uh, put up decent numbers as far as uh, total points and points four on the air, at five and seven, he's not going to be able to catch. Um, actually, no, 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 no. I don't think he can catch. Yeah, five and seven, he won't be able to catch. Uh, any of the teams that tie between Dagobah Forrest and the smartest Gronk is going to eliminate Javon from the postseason. So there are still six, two teams that haven't locked up a spot. Um, actually, technically, I think three. Yeah, looks like Jesse hasn't locked it up either. Uh, he could still be on the outside looking in. So Dagobah Forest with the loss, they will stay in seventh. The smartest Gronk with a loss will stay in sixth. And Jesse and my cup runneth over will stay in fifth for now. But uh, the last week, one of those three teams will miss the postseason. Two will get in. Too good to be Trubisky. It's going to hang on to fourth place. He is one of the higher scoring teams in the league this season. And he's 7-5 on the year. And this is where the math comes in. Come on, public school education. Coming into the week, both tied at 7-4. and four. Josh was 21 points behind Darren. And it looks like Josh is going to jump 
Darren. They'll both be eight and four. Uh, Josh is going to eke into second place. Oh, and this is where that math by I think seven points, if my great math skills are correct. And I will stand first at eight and four on the year. So that is the review of the week that was. Again, Yahoo, update quicker. Um, I hate you. Um, but yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, we're going to now go to our favorite segment uh, Things Picked, 254th overall. That's right. Welcome back to another segment of Things Picked, 254th. Uh, this segment got great reviews last week, and oh, you are in for a doozy today. Uh, today we are going to look at area code 254. That's right. The area code 254 is located in, you guessed it, Tejas, Texas, major city in area code 254, everyone's favorite, Killeen. Uh, Darren, correct me. I'm de- I definitely said that wrong. The time there is currently 6.15, uh, and it's in the central time zone. Um, it also has Waco and Temple uh, within its borders. Uh, it is the only area code that serves its area. Dun, dun, dun. The central time zone is also known as America or Chicago time zone. Uh, as of the last time this page that I am looking at was uploaded. Uh, History of Area Code 254. It was first put into service on May 25th, 1997. It was created from the former 817 Area Code. So, pretty fantastic. If you're looking for it on a map, it is south of Dallas, east of San Angelo and Abilene, north of San Antonio, and uh, left or west, also known as left, of Old Lufkin. So I hope you have learned something uh, today that is helpful for your future. Area code 254, 254, uh, located in Texas. Pretty good stuff, and you are welcome. Now on to a preview of the week to come. Before I jump into this final section, I do want to just apologize. I haven't reached out for uh, bringing on anybody on the show the last few weeks. It's been kind of hectic and crazy, and I'm really going to blame it on the game being postponed till right now. I really couldn't get in and record. How can you get people's opinions before the biggest game of the week was even played? So we did not really get that chance, uh, but we will hopefully be able to do a little bit more going into next week. Bring on some people, especially the final week before the playoffs. All right. We are going into week 13, last of the season, and a couple matchups with playoff implications. Uh, the One of the bigger ones, uh, we're just going to go right at it. Vaughn and the smartest Gronk take it on myself in a rebuilding year. Um, um, first in the league, 9-3 and three on the season. While uh, Vaughn is yet to secure a playoff spot sitting in sixth, but a, a loss by him and either a point difference makeup, which would be a 62-point um, differential there, or a win by Greg's Dagaba Force would see Vaughn miss the playoffs. Greg does get Scotty this week, the 9-7, versus seven, 
A win against Scotty and a loss by Vaughn gets Greg in the postseason. Um, also, getting him in would be a loss by Jesse, who takes on too good to be Trubisky. So my cup runneth over, too good to be Trubisky. Jesse versus Max. Both six and five on the, or sorry, one is going to be six and six. The other one, seven and five. Max should take it. He's uh, beat projections most of his games this year. Been a strong side, but it's fantasy football. It's going into the last week of the regular season. Anything is possible, and who knows who's going to be a late scratch and cost a team uh, late this late in the season. Uh, I'm I'm going to actually take Max on that one and knock Jesse out of the postseason, um, potentially, depending on how those other two teams uh, fare. A battle of a couple brothers, not literal brothers, but they are very tight. Joshua Botts, double lows, taking on Zach's Hardman Store Hammers. The Hardman Store Hammers on a one-game winning streak entering this game. Uh, as are double lows, someone's streak will end. And it's it's probably going to be Zach's. He got like he played the worst team in the league, and he's easily the second worst team in the league. So, uh, nice job, Josh. Uh, you're going to need to win and put up some points, though, because Chef Russ and Samoes are coming for that first round bye. If Chef Russ and Samoes gets a first round bye and can make up the point differential on Josh, or gets a win and can make up the point differential, excuse me, <coughs> he will move into second, possibly first, if they can really make it up. Um, over both teams, I should hold the total point difference, but I think it's been cut to oh probably less than 20 so i could still finish as low as third darren and josh could be first or second but they're all in the postseason i haven't done a great job of explaining this but oh well who cares suck it um yeah that's really all i got i'm exhausted i'm tired um i I just don't have much else to go off of uh so we'll be back next week We'll know the playoff situation. We'll be able to uh, talk about how poorly some teams did here at the end of the year. It's going to be fun. So thank you to our listener, and uh, have a great evening, everyone. I used to tell myself that I was nothing. Victim to the poison, I was huffing. Now my name come up like no discussion. That's all day, man, I say I'm bluffing. And no rub your phone.